It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We have a lunatic named Chris Russell that works for this radio station. I'm yeah, sure I know that guy. I'm sure you're familiar. I'm just curious what your opinion is on him. Well, <laughs> never really liked Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Really, anybody at the media at all, everybody who shreds me in the media, I'm not a big fan of. But No, Chris has always been pretty fair. I like Chris. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard. It is episode number 131 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I am Chris Russell, along with my son, Tyler. Hi. And we are uh, broadcasting here from a hotel in uh, just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on the way back uh, to Canton, Ohio. I know that ever. It's, uh, it's annoying. It's, uh, Peter. Some would say that I am annoying and a PETA. Uh, and Tyler just told you guys as he pops me across the shoulder a couple of times. But anyway, we'll stop. We'll put him to rest for a little bit. Um, coming up on today's episode, we have a lot of really great player audio, including DJ Swearinger going off on his teammates, on the Redskins organization, on the coaching staff, on pretty much anyone that moves and is associated with the Burgundy and Gold, courtesy of my friends Grant and Danny at 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. So we're going to let you hear a portion of that interview as well. Trent Williams returned to practice for the Redskins on Monday. Remember, they had this weird wonky schedule with, again, the Thanksgiving Day now in the rearview mirror game. Uh, And a couple of days off, and then the extra prep day for the Eagles on Monday night football. So it's kind of one of these just weird schedules. But they had a practice on Monday afternoon at Redskins Park. Trent Williams was a participant. Remember, he had to leave AT&T Stadium in an ambulance uh, and get checked out for a couple of different issues, uh, most notably with his ribs on Thursday. Uh, But that was a good sign, so we're going to let you hear from him. And Chris Thompson, who finally returned to practice for the first time in seemingly forever. Uh, I've lost track of how many games he's missed. I think it's six out of the last seven uh, games for Chris Thompson that he's missed, and clearly the Redskins' offense has missed him terribly. So hopefully we're going to play a bunch of this audio for you, and you'll get a feel for the temperature at Redskins Park because it is quite hot, especially when it's coming from the mouth of DJ Swearinger uh, as he was breathing some fire, uh, not only after the game on Thursday in Dallas, but also on Monday with some time to calm down and chill out. Uh, He didn't back down from any of his comments. But first, let's get you the thoughts of Chris Thompson, who again returned to practice for the Washington Redskins. We all know how talented he is. We all know how fast and how dynamic he is when he's right. The question is, is he right? Chris Thompson meeting reporters at Redskins Park. For you to be able to get out there and do reps, how how close are you to feeling ready, and, and how has this process been with with, with the fractures? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's just a slow process because sure. all you can do is just sit back and let your body heal. So 
um, having to deal with broken ribs is it's it's tough and, and like for trainers for rehab purposes it's really nothing you can do but just give it rest and try to take as much vitamin D as I possibly can to help it heal a little bit but um, I felt good today so uh, just day by day now. What's been the hard when you have that situation because people don't think they understand what you really can do with broken ribs. How did that impact just even your daily um, couldn't sleep. I'm still having a little trouble right now, uh, sleeping, um, hard to laugh, hard, uh, it hurts to cough, sneeze, like, everything like that. It's all painful. And then, um, you know, where I broke on my right side was like up front and that affects like your mobility big time too so um that was really why i had to i needed to sit out and, and miss some games uh opposed to the left side that i did um so like i said it's still it was yeah it was i did the left side and right side so that's news to everybody <laughs> but uh yeah so um Dealing with the right side, I really had to had to give it time, given where it happened, um, the well, the area that it happened, and um, now pretty much all of that stuff is is going now that I'm four weeks out today. So um, you know, like I said before, it's just just day by day, pretty much now. And, I know in another week it'll be feeling even better. Do you feel encouraged though as far as uh, your recovery? Right. Oh point? yeah, no question. Uh, first two weeks I didn't feel too good about it and then um, after the third week last week I, I felt, I started really feeling good and, and felt like I uh, made a big change, you know, in the matter between week two and three. So how does it feel immediately kind of after a workout, like a day like today? Uh, sore. I feel some piercing. It's it's kind of painful. Not not too too bad right now because I'm still moving around. It's just more so when I stop and I sit down and, and, and take a rest. And that's another thing too. I can't sit down too long. I can't, I couldn't stand up for too long. So now uh, that's really what I have to deal with after after I get done running or whatever. But. Um, it goes away after a couple hours, so I'm not really oh, it. When you said another week, just are, are you you thinking Monday or yeah? I'm meaning like okay. from this Monday to next Monday. So, so you're hopeful playing next Monday? Or yeah, I hope so. Play. Yeah. How anxious are you to get back out there? You know what you can. I mean, you know what you can. Have. Yeah, I'm just I'm so ready to get back out there. Just uh, I think I missed what five games, six. I don't know. I, I lost count at this point. Six. Um, so that just sucks all in itself. I missed six last year, so um, you know we're dealing with a new, new start, starting quarterback right now at this time. So um, it, I, I think he would feel comfortable even having a little more veteran leadership. You know, just adding, adding to him out there. So are you anxious about Wednesday and maybe the first time you, you bump into someone at you know a decent speed? Uh, no, I, I'm not really thinking about it right now. I know, like, my teammates, they're going to they gonna look out for me. It, it happened a little bit today, and, you know, they were asking me, was I good? And you know how I am. Like, I'm whatever. That stuff don't bother me too much. Like, I, my pain tolerance is, is pretty high. But 
Um, it's just more so, um, you know, when when game day comes, Monday, Monday uh, afternoon or whatever. I'm out there running and working out, and if it feels good, I think, you know, the plan would be for me to go. But uh, just let Coach Gruden, you know, handle that part of it. How difficult has these injuries been, for, not just you, for the whole offense, if you're missing Jamison and Richardson and, and, and even Alex now, to have so many mixed match pieces out there? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's pretty tough. I mean, just going through camp and OTAs, we, I looked at the group that we had out there when everybody was healthy, and I was just like, man, they they won't be able to stop this crew. And we all knew that having a new quarterback in this system, in a new system, uh, you know, would take some time to get used to. But uh, with the guys that we had out there, I thought we really had the ability to help him out as he continues to, to learn our offense. And he could yes, also sir. help in the run game as well. But just having guys yes, go down P. Rich, I mean, I think he's the fastest guy we got on the team. And to lose a deep threat like that, you know, it hurts because then defenses don't really worry too much about about the deep ball so much anymore. But um, Josh has been able to catch some opportunity balls which you know everybody knows he can jump out the gym so um, that's something that defenses have to worry about as well and Jordan Reed just speaks for itself. Vernon is probably the second fastest dude um, on this team and um, you can see that last week so just having those guys and our two slot receivers I like Trey and Jamison a lot having those guys and being able to swap them in and out, you know, there were a lot of plans that we had for this team um, going into the 16-game stretch, but we just had to uh, make a few changes because injuries happen, and Bibbs and Byron has been able to step in and do a great job, and Trey has come in for Jamison, and, uh, you know, we added Michael Floyd here, and Mo Harris has had some great games as well, so... You know, it's that it's that next man up mentality, and that's just how we got to approach it. We all grown men; we got a job to do. All right, that's Chris Thompson meeting with reporters at Redskins Park. Coming up, we'll have the words of Trent Williams. It is Chris Russell with you, and we are here on the Locked On Redskins podcast to tell you about Action Heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery heated clothing. And boy, do we need it as the calendar is now turning to December, Thanksgiving in the rearview mirror, Christmas on the way, and the cold winter months ahead. Action Heat Clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to a heated car seat. You can reach temperatures up to 135 degrees, powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 12 hours on each charge. It is perfect for any friend or family on your holiday gift list. Great for anybody that works outdoors, skiers, snowboarders, anybody that likes to go to football games. Right? If you're a football fan, you probably like going to football games, unless you're a Redskins fan and you don't like going to FedEx Field. Uh, Action Heat provides clothing and that provides toasty warmth and comfort for your whole body, including heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, undergarments like heated base layer shirts and long johns. Stay warm and cozy from head to toe with Action Heat. Guys, I'm telling you, get it and you will stay warm. And we have a special offer right now. If you go 
Uh, you can save 20% off your entire order at actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com slash locked on, or just simply use the coupon code locked on at checkout to save 20%. Again, actionheat.com slash locked on, and you get 20% off. Try them, Action Heat. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, guys, we welcome you back. It is episode number 131 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, it is Chris Russell with you. You can re- reach me on Twitter at, at Russellmania621, my son Tyler, uh, in the background there, uh, helping us out here as uh, we are heading back uh, to Ohio. So we're stuck actually in a hotel outside of Pittsburgh. Maybe we should go say hello to Ben Roethlisberger after that disappointing loss by the Pittsburgh Steelers in Denver on Sunday. All right, let's get to the big fella, Trent Williams. How are you? I'm fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just, just the ribs? I, yeah, just had a bruised rib. It wasn't even that bad. It didn't hurt that much, honestly. I was... Tad bit dehydrated, so I was a little lightheaded and stuff, and they thought that you know, maybe I had maybe bruised my liver or the little capsule around it, so they wanted to be safe and sorry. How did you hold up with the thumb? And the I mean, the thumb, it was challenging blocking with, you know, virtually with one hand because the cast kind of negates that my right hand anyway. It was very challenging, especially I didn't have much work with it to know, you know, the pros and cons of using it, but... You know, that's just the life I got to live for the next few weeks. And how the rib bruise happened? Was that kind of when you uh, Yeah, I just, I think I caught somebody from the pile. I was standing over the pile. Somebody uh, flew into me or whatever. Just really just knocked the wind out of me. I was ready to go back in. They just made me sit out for a play, obviously, because of injury timeout. How, how much has this offense changed? You guys have had so many injuries along the line, all the skill positions. How much does it hurt to not have your starters in there? I mean, it always, it's always a, a change when you don't have your starters. These guys are primarily you work with throughout the whole offseason, the OTAs, to, to get on the same page. And um, But that's why they stress that you know, every guy has to be ready because injuries do happen. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, not having a starters always sucks, but it's the next man up league, and I don't think I've ever gone through a season that we kept all 22 starters intact. What, what, the, the run game was kind of bread and butter for, for a while, for the first several you know, weeks and all that. It hasn't been as strong. Like, what do you attribute that to? Is it just a matter of just so many guys in and out, or what do you think is going on? Nah, I mean, styles make fights. Um, you know, Dallas did a good job of stopping us early on the run when we tried to run. And uh, penalties, you know, suck. Let's try to, you know, we would try to establish a run, and penalties kind of set us back. Uh, so it, it, it was a little bit of both. Um, but, you know, the run game, it, that's, it is what it is. You, you come every Sunday and you try, to, you try to run the ball. And if that doesn't happen, you got to find another way to move the ball. And that's with every team, not just us. You've seen, you've seen Cole come in and play before in previous seasons. How much better do you think he'll be after getting a full week of reps, which he hasn't really gotten with the first team in, in years? Yeah, I mean, I, definitely 
can't do anything but get better because, I mean, the reps is definitely not going to hurt. Um, you know, we, we didn't have any live reps this whole, you know, on the short week, which is expected. So, yeah, getting him in there with some live reps and just to, to get his feet wet in a, in a real game plan, he got a week to study as the number one guy. Um, of course, he's going he's gonna to play, play a better game, and we got to play better around him also. Jay was mentioning just the, the difference in Colton Alex's. Colt throws the ball a little bit quicker maybe in, in, in the play. Um, or at least what, what's kind of been the biggest characteristic difference you've seen just between them so far? Um, characteristics? I mean, they're two totally different guys. Um, they're both natural-born leaders, which you, which you love at, from the quarterback position. Uh, obviously, they both had a tremendous amount of success prior to coming to Washington. Um, so they they both, I mean, Colt has what it takes just like any other starting quarterback. Um, now it's his opportunity, and uh, we, we plan on him making the most out of it. Trent, how do you look at this last stretch? I think it's five games um, as far as trying to get into this playoff push. I think DJ like called it do or die time. Or I mean, is it is it is the urgency kind of for real cranked up now? Yeah, yeah, the urgency is definitely cranked up. But I mean, it, to me, it's always do or die. If I lose the game, it feels like I died inside for a little bit. And you know, that's just that's the type of competitive nature I carry with me week to week. Um, you know, obviously with last month of the season, you know, games are a little more important and, you know, they can be looked at as do or die. To me, you got to look at every week as do or die if you want to be a, a consistent team. Are you to the point where you start looking at scenarios as far as, no. or do you not like even get into that? No, the only thing you can control is the game you play on Sunday and or Monday. So that's, that's all I'm worried about. I'm not really worried about who beats who and, you know, what have you. Um, we only thing we can do is control what's on our plate. Does it help that on your plate is two games against the Eagles? Because you can kind of control what you do with this division now because you played them twice. Say that again? Does, that, does it help that you play the Eagles twice now that you don't have to worry about too much scenarios? You just you take care of your business. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when it all, it all boils down to us taking care of our business, I think that was my yeah. that's what I was trying to allude yeah. to. Um, you know, we we don't right now we don't need any help. Right. We just got to help ourselves by by showing up and playing mistake-free football and, and getting and stringing along some wins together. So, yeah, and I, don't, I don't really pay attention to the scenarios or anything. Trent, is there an idea that the teams that run best and stop the run best at the end of the season offer the ones that kind of make it to the playoffs and the ones that succeed most at this time of year? I mean, that's, running the ball and stopping run has a correlation to winning and losing. Obviously, if you're running the ball, that means that you're in control of the game. <laughs> and, uh, you know, stopping the run gives you a chance to put that other team in a, in a one-dimensional offense, you know. But you can only run the ball if you have a lead, you know. And you can't run the ball down 10 points in the third quarter, you know. You kind of kind of start to pick the tempo up. Um, you know, but as far as stopping the run, yeah, any time a defense can stop the run, I feel like it, it always gives you a leg up as a team. Uh, you know, has, has this being around this division enough made you realize there's, you're always going to have a dogfight to the end of this? I mean, you're always going to be at six and five, and everyone's going to be fighting the last few weeks. Has this division shown you enough of that over the years? Yeah, uh, it's definitely every time we play each other, it's going to be a dogfight. You can't, 
I don't see how anybody can definitively say, hey, this team is going to beat this team. Because anytime you, any division opponent, not just the NFC East, but um, anytime you play an opponent, you play twice a year, every year, I mean, the, the game is going to be close, regardless of, of what the records say. All right, so that's Redskins tackle Trent Williams meeting with the media at Redskins Park. Thanks to my pal Stephen Wino from the Associated Press for sending along the audio today from the locker room uh, at Redskins Park, I should say, from Monday at Redskins Park. Appreciate uh, Mr. Wino helping us out in that regard. Again, it is episode number 131 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. <laughs> That's my son, Tyler. Yes, yes. We. Yeah. Well. Okay, we are not out just yet, but the Locked On Podcast Network is doing unprecedented things on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, make sure you follow at Locked On NFL Net, and you get. All of the Locked On Podcast Network local hosts covering their NFL teams, including me, on one feed. It's amazing during games, breaking news, and to get the local perspective on Instagram, make sure you check out Locked On NFL Nets. It's giving you the biggest stories in just one minute on your Instagram stories, longer cuts on the biggest stories in the feeds. Make sure you follow Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, we welcome you back. It is episode number 131 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you aboard. So, so far we've heard from Chris Thompson and Trent Williams meeting with reporters at Redskins Park on Monday as they both return to practice for the Redskins as they get set for a huge NFC East showdown on Monday Night Football at the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. Now, it's not all good, right? So that's the good news. We end on the bad news. DJ Swearinger called out his teammates again on Thursday saying, no wonder why we don't get respected. We get embarrassed on national TV. We don't work hard enough. We joke around. We laugh around. <laughs> all this nonsense. Um, on Monday, he does a regular weekly spot on the radio station that I work for, 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. You can listen to it uh, anywhere on radio.com as well. And my pals Grant and Danny have him on uh, each and every week. And DJ Swearinger was asked to kind of piggyback off of his comments from after the game on Thursday in Dallas. And then he also dropped a kind of another hammer and I called it an axe down on his teammates, on the coaching staff, and just about everyone associated with the Washington Redskins. Listen to this, courtesy of Grant and Danny and 106.7 The Fan. Just, you know, every time that the Redskins seem to play on national television, they lose. And that's why, you know, we don't get the respect that, you know, sometimes we feel like we should have. But um, if you don't win the big games, then you, you're not going to get that respect. And um, that's sort of 
where I was heading at with that in that direction. DJ, another comment that stood out to me, you said this laughing S is for the birds. I mean, is that something where during the week you felt like guys were loose? Was that after the game, after the loss, you saw guys cutting up? What what frustrated you about that? You said about the what? When, when you said, basically, you said this laughing S is for the birds, basically like guys yeah, are having yeah, yeah, too yeah, much fun. Laughing. Right, right, right. Um, I just feel like, you know, when we in certain preparations, you know, when it's Friday, when it's Saturday, uh, when it's when it's time to lock in and really and really be focused in, um, you know, I feel like it's it's a it's a little bit too much plan, whether it's on Friday or whether it's the Saturday walkthrough. You know, a lot of guys, you know, uh, uh just walk through that Saturday as if, you know, that Saturday doesn't mean much but truth be told that saturday means a lot if you if you're a focused individual if you're a focused individual every time that you step on the practice field whether it's a walkthrough whether it's a, a real practice whether it's you know whatever what anytime the coach is saying something you know that means business and um when we have our walkthroughs on saturdays i feel like it's a joke to me you know with uh with the amount of focus that we have with the amount of plan that we have the amount of lack, a lack of discipline that we have on those Saturdays and Fridays on days where I feel like we should be tuned in, and um, you know that's where that's where I, I, I you know those comments come in. That, and uh, moving forward, you know I, I'll address those things, um, how I feel about that um, on tomorrow with the defensive guys. But uh, moving forward, if we're gonna win, man, we gotta be better in those situations. And um, it'll show on Sunday if we are better in those situations. DJ Swearinger with us here. Oh, Grant and Danny. DJ, here's my theory uh, about you guys on on defense. I feel like you guys feel, maybe whether you're saying it or maybe it's just, you know, internally, that you guys have to be perfect because of how your offense has struggled and has struggled. You look at some of the point totals, kind of anemic for this offense, and I feel like you guys feel like you have to make hero plays, force the fumble, make the big hit, do what you guys did against Tampa, forcing the four turnovers, which is why you won the football game. I feel like that has happened lately, and that's maybe gotten you guys away from some of those fundamentals of just bringing a guy to the ground when maybe there isn't a turnover to be had. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I feel like every um, now that, you know, for sure, five games left, you know, backup quarterback, uh, offense that hasn't been playing as well as a defense, as a champion. If you want to win the championship, your defensive mindset has to be, uh, we, we got to win the game on defense, regardless of what the, the uh, offense gives us, regardless of what special teams gives us. We need to win the game on defense, and we need to score on defense. And um, you know, sometimes when you when you think about that big of a picture, and you put that much weight on you, you know, you don't think about the small things, the simple things, the fundamentals. You know, the things that helped you get to this point. Um, and um, that's all we got to do, man. We just got to go back to the drawing board and understand what got got us here. And that's you know, tackling well, uh, getting off on third downs. Um, you know contesting guys um, when they throw the ball and, you know, stopping the run. So uh, we just, you know, when we, when we see the bigger picture, you know, it sometimes hinders your focus on what, what, what the small things that you did to get to this point. And um, that's all we got to do, man, get back to the small things that got us to this point. 
All right, so that's DJ Swearinger again exclusively on Grant and Danny on 1067 The Fan each and every week. You can go check out the entire interview at thefandc.com uh, on demand slash Redskins. Uh, all sorts of coverage and all sorts of stories uh, about it as well. Highly encourage you to check out our Redskins coverage there as well. Uh, as, of course, daily here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. That's going to do it for us, episode number 131 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Redskins with the day off on Tuesday, for the players anyway. The coaches will begin the game plan, uh, and they'll get back to the practice field on Wednesday, again, with an extra two days of practice, really, to get ready for the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night football. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for downloading us. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast. Enjoy the early part of your week. Back at you with another edition shortly. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.